As I was scripting a Bill Belichick podcast talking about why someone else should become the general manager of the New England Patriots, New England comes out with two flashbangs that to normal fans would be quiet, but the Patriots fans are freaking explosions of transactions. First, we have the Jabril Peppers signing, who signed a one-year deal. And then out of nowhere, you have Devontae Parker, a longtime Patriots bully, who was traded for. So let's just get into some of the details and their effects for the Patriots in this upcoming season. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another podcast. And today we're going to be talking about both the Devontae Parker and the Jabril Peppers acquisitions. Now, I know that I haven't been posting lately, and this is simply because I figured I'd take a little break from the podcast and just relax for a little bit. Obviously, the podcast isn't my life, and so a little break for, you know, some of the quiet parts of free agency didn't seem like a bad idea. And if you were a part of the podcast stemming from last year, then you know that I did a similar thing, but for a lot longer. I believe it was like three months. Definitely regret that. But long story short, I took a break and now I'm back for the end of free agency and the beginning of the draft preparation and all of that whatever goes into that stuff. So hopefully I'm not too late. But anyway, let's talk about Jabril Peppers. And this was a very interesting signing for a couple of reasons. Now, the details are a one-year deal worth up to $5 million, emphasis on the up to. Peppers had spent the last three seasons in New York with the Giants and before that with the Browns. Now, the base salary is cheap, around $1.05 million, I believe, with $3 million in incentives. Now, before we end up talking about Jabril Peppers and what he brings to the Patriots, Let's just keep in mind that he is coming off a torn ACL season, but he should be able to go by training camp. So with that being said, let's just start quickly analyzing the signing. Now Peppers is a great signing for his versatility. If we look at his snap distribution, he's basically lined up everywhere. He lined up more in the slot in this past season, but in 2020, he was primarily using the box as a hybrid safety. He's also played some defensive line as well, free safety and wide quarterback. Now, with the departures of Kyle Van Noy and likely Dante Hightower, New England is going to need a linebacker to support Jawan Bentley, and Peppers can fill that void. Now, if he is used in the secondary, there might be some issues, as he is a liability in coverage, unfortunately. He's allowed a 121.9 pass rating when targeted last season, and the fourth most receiving yards of any safety in 2020. And so, yeah, I'm kind of hoping we see him more as a linebacker and less as a defensive back, though he can still be used there. And yeah, I mean, he just he's he brings so much speed to the Patriots linebacking group that last year was so slow. I mean, just rewatch the the Bills games, all three of them. When you watch the linebackers, even Jawan Bentley, who was just resigned, I mean, Jawan Bentley, Kyle Van Noy, and Dante Hightower were very slow for the Patriots last year. And so, someone like Jabril Peppers, who I believe ran like a four-three something at the combine, he is blazing fast. And so while he might be used as a box safety, I'd like to see him honestly play a lot more linebacker as he is going to be able to support uh, someone like Jawan Bentley. And so, yeah, definitely a very interesting signing, especially considering we have uh, already Adrian Phillips and Kyle Duggar, both who have played the box safety position. And so, yeah, maybe it's a piece of depth. Again, we're only going to be playing, paying him a base salary of a million dollars. And so New England could end up putting him in a bunch of different positions we don't know yet. But for right now, he is a box safety, and he is a very solid one at that. He's had some very nice seasons in 2020 and 2019. And so, yeah, definitely very exciting to see the Patriots go out and finally get a recognizable player. 
And yeah, definitely excited to see what he brings to the team. And keep in mind, I know I did talk about him playing wide cornerback. I also do want to touch on Malcolm Butler being an addition. I know I didn't really cover that at all. But yeah, that was a very interesting decision to bring back someone like Malcolm Butler, who was last on the Patriots in 2017. Yeah, it was a long time ago. And he, I believe he retired this past season, and then he's now coming back. And so that's definitely that was definitely just a very interesting signing. And, you know, I'm definitely happy to see Malcolm Butler back. He was a great cornerback when he was with the Patriots. Had two Pro Bowl seasons, I believe. Yeah, he was just, he was a phenomenal corner when he was there. And he did have a bit of a falling out with Bill Belichick, but maybe things have been patched up. Honestly, I don't know. But anyways, with the recent uh, departure of J.C. Jackson, New England did need a corner, and they are going to be getting one with Malcolm Butler. And so definitely a good signing overall. And one more thing to add with Jabril Peppers, I know I'm going a little bit off the rails here. He is uh, a return man. He was a return man with uh, both the Browns and I believe for one season with the Giants. And so with the departure of Gunnar Oshesky, who left for Pittsburgh, he may play a role as a return man. He might, We might see him at the position. Uh, he hasn't played the position, though, in around three years. He hasn't played it since 2019. And so honestly, we don't know. But it is he is an option if New England does really need a return man. Next, we move on to the more exciting addition, and that is the Patriots trade with the Dolphins for Devontae Parker. Finally, New England might have a potentially decent X receiver. Now, quickly, the trade details are a third rounder for Parker and a fifth. Miami is getting some decent draft capital, while New England is going to get the receiver that gives Mac Jones more to work with than just a bunch of speed as well as a late-round pick. A relative win for both sides. Now, Parker is the first receiver in a long time that New England has had an actually good ex-receiver. I mean, he's your number one guy that lines up outside, and it's especially been a long time since New England has had a receiver like Parker who's big, has a great vertical, and can really go up and catch the football. Now, last year, Nelson Aguilar on plays would be able to fill this void. However, he doesn't exactly have the vertical nor the size Parker has, a key reason why McDaniels chose not to call plays in which Mac Jones was throwing the ball deep down the field. And that's what makes this a really good signing. He's the downfield threat that New England has been waiting for and is a big target that Mac can hit with relative ease, especially with his body frame and, like I said, his vertical. Belichick himself has high praise for Parker. Back in 2020, Belichick talked about his skill set. He's a big athlete that runs well. He has quick hands, good run after the catch ability, and good quickness for his size. So he presents a lot of problems on deep balls. He's a big target on the end of routes, in cuts, and crossing routes, things like that. Now, this signing doesn't come without any questions. He has injury concerns and has only played one full season once. But... Parker reportedly made it very clear that he wanted to join the Patriots. And honestly, I'm just glad that he's joining our side because I'm sick of him, you know, destroying the Patriots secondary with this jump ball ability. Let's not even get into week 17 of 2019 against Stephon Gilmore. But the best part about the signing so far is that we will likely be seeing the end of Nikhil Harry in New England. Now, I hate downing on someone, but Harry, for being a first-round pick, deserves all the hate he gets. And so with Parker coming in, Harry will have no place in the lineup leading to his departure. And so while he isn't the Allen Robinson or Chris Godwin or Calvin Ridley signing we all hope for, Parker does bring some of his knowledge about the bitter rival Dolphins that could potentially be critical in this upcoming season. 
where, you know, going up against Tyreek Hill, going up against Cedric Wilson, and hopefully an improved Tua. Honestly, I'm just praying that he isn't a bust, considering he was a top-five draft pick. But hopefully a better version of Tua. And honestly, already New England has bad luck against the Dolphins. Now New England will likely be losing a lot more games against the Dolphins if Hill, Wilson, and Tua can all get together and really shine together. And so, yeah, definitely a very interesting you know acquisition by the Patriots. I love the Parker acquisition. Like I said, he gives Mac Jones just someone more than Kendrick Bourne or Jacoby Myers, two great receivers that are not jump ball threats. Parker is one of those threats, and if he can stay healthy, which is a big if for him, then he is going to be pairing up with Mac Jones very well. And I am really hoping that we see more development from Mac Jones. I'd love to see him thrive with Devontae Parker and those two become a good duo, like we see from Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. And so, yeah, I'm hoping New England has just found their receiver from Mac Jones. And, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I'll catch you guys later. Peace out.